What's up, everybody? We're here back for week 11 college football. How's everybody doing? Man, the season is getting close to the finale. It's so sad, but man, we are getting down to the nitty gritty and we're getting down to some really good games. Obviously, we have conference games and uh, man, this is a great time of year, right? You have a few teams that are starting to pull away. Sort of. This year, there's about eight teams uh, all pissed off if they're not in the college football uh, playoff scenario and what the uh, the rankings come out with it each week. But I think we're going to see some upsets still, uh, possibly this week. Um, there's a few games that I feel really strongly about. Um, DraftKings this week has a major, major slate. Uh, in the morning, I'm on the West Coast, but midday, kind of that 12 o'clock Eastern uh, power hour there. 14 games, uh, well, 13 considering Cal and USC got postponed. Um, you know, don't get me started on that. But we are, um, yeah, man, we're getting into it. So let's dive in. I'm going to go briefly on game by game because there are so many. And I'm going to do a little bit more on the players specifically that I like in uh, at each position this week, kind of my core plays. So as always, I'll have my article out. I actually just posted it for this weekend. Go to DFSRedZone.com. It's free to sign up, free content, both NFL, college. We'll have baseball coming up, possibly some other sports here as we're just getting rocking and rolling. But again, it's free to sign up. So all you got to do is register with an email, create a profile, and there you go if you need to reference this later. But for the time being, let's get to it. So first up, we have Mississippi State at Auburn, uh, 50 and a half over under. Um I like the Auburn side of this game. You know, they're currently um, – Auburn's a good team. You know, they're not obviously going to make a run at the Natty or anything like that, but they're a very solid football team. Um, we'll get into the specific plays down below kind of towards the end, but just giving you my thoughts on the game a little bit. Uh, Auburn currently has a top 50 offense, top uh, 25 defense, and Mississippi State is very average in both, kind of hovering in the middle of, of college football. So I like the Auburn side of this game. Um, we'll get into Bo Nix a little bit down there. But, yeah, Auburn looking pretty solid here at home, five-point favorite. Next up, West Virginia at Kansas State. Kansas State's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. It was a little bit shocking, but if you look at it, Kansas State has a much better defense. Um, I think they're ranked top 30 or right around there. Uh, defensively, they've got a few pieces on offense uh, that can get it done enough for them to usually win games. They play pretty sound football. They don't beat themselves. They don't really get blown out. West Virginia is just all over the map. Some days they look great, uh, can put up some points. They can hang with teams like, well, Oklahoma, um, depending on who shows up. But they're just weird. Uh, they're unpredictable. I don't love playing West Virginia and DFS outside of one guy, which I will talk about later. Um, yeah, I kind of like West Virginia to cover the spread, but I think Kansas State wins this game. Next up, Oklahoma at Baylor. Look, I'm going to call it right now. I think Baylor wins this game outright. Uh, we've talked about it all year. I think Oklahoma obviously has a very potent offense. They've got the talent to hang, I think, with anybody in the country. They're just way too inconsistent, and I don't see it. I think Baylor is a very, very good football team. They get Oklahoma at home here, and a six-and-a-half-point dog, I think, is just a slap in the face. I think Baylor is going to come ready to play, um, and I just don't trust Oklahoma. You know, If they bring that game that they brought to Kansas uh, in this, Baylor will absolutely smack these guys. So I like Baylor to win this game. They've got offensive pieces um, kind of all three levels, quarterback, running back, receiver. Their line's solid. They play good defense. 
Yeah, man, I'm calling it right now. Baylor wins this game. Um, so that's where I'll be heading on the DFS side with some bringbacks for Oklahoma. UCF at SMU. One of my favorite uh, offenses on the slate this week is SMU. Um, you know, they're, look, they're, they're a top, what, 15 offense, I think, something like that. Um, let's see, I got it right here. They're top 10 offense. Uh, they're eighth in the country with points per game scored, hovering around 40. Um, they play average defense, which is good enough for them. UCF is just garbage, man. Uh, they, they Look, they still score. They still run a spread offense, but their defense is not very good. Uh, they've gotten blown out and smacked a few times this year. I think SMU is just a better football team, uh, and SMU is where I'll be going on Saturday. Next up, Rutgers at Indiana. I don't love too much from this game. Uh, the Rutgers offense is pitiful, one of the worst in the country. Defense is very average. You have Indiana. They are also very bad statistically ranked offense, and Stephen Carr may miss this game. So this game I'm not going to be too high on, to be totally honest with you guys. Um, Indiana is a seven-point favorite, but with a 42 over-under, I think there's more uh, prosperous places we can look. After that, we have Michigan at Penn State. Uh, Penn State is a one-point dog at home to Michigan. Michigan, obviously, look, they've got a top running game in the country, or one of them. Um, they're ranked 20th in terms of points scored, uh, 16th in turn, or I'm sorry, 7th in terms of points given up. So they're a very solid football team. We know this. Uh, Penn State, same thing. Good defense, lesser of an offense. Um, as long as they can contain Jahan Dotson, uh, and he doesn't put up a game like he did last week. Um, I think Michigan should win this game. Um, I don't really love it too much from a DFS perspective, but we'll touch on that a little bit later on. Uh, Northwestern at Wisconsin. Northwestern's really, really bad. Um, so, no, don't play with Northwestern guys this week. Uh, that's just going to be my advice to you. Um, Wisconsin, on the other hand, there is an interesting play on this slate that I will talk about. But I think Wisconsin just absolutely smothers Northwestern here. They're a 25-point favorite, 41 over under. Uh, Vegas is expecting to beat these this game to be like 35 to 10, you know, uh, 35 to 7, something like that, whatever. But Wisconsin should handle Northwestern. Um, don't play too many Northwestern guys. Next up, man, this one I really, really want to roll the dice on. I just don't know. I just don't know how bold I am. We have Georgia going to Tennessee. Georgia, it doesn't need to be said. They have the best defense in the country. They're averaging six points giving up a game. That's ridiculous. Um, but something tells me here we're going to get Rocky Top at its best. We're going to get a Vols team that can score. That team has kind of risen over and over again, competed hard this year. Um I don't know. I have a very sneaky feeling. I'm not going to do it as a core play, so don't go crazy here. But I will absolutely have a Tennessee stack against Georgia. I don't think they're going to blow them out. Nobody's going to blow Georgia out this year. But I think they can make some noise, and I think everybody and their and their brother, rightfully so, is going to just avoid Tennessee. Um, I think Hendon Hooker, um, Velas Jones, a few of these guys could make some noise this week. Um, and have decent games. You know, I still expect Georgia to win this game, but I think it's going to be a tougher game than they than a lot of people expect. Um, I know, let's see, the point total on this is 20. Tennessee's getting 20 points, but it's a 55 over under, which is a little bit weird. Vegas is expecting some points to be scored in this game, which is a little bit surprising. Um, again, I don't think Georgia shuts them down offensive uh, on defense. So... Just throw that out there. That's my sneaky call of the week. I think Tennessee 
hangs with him for a while. So just keep on the, the lookout for that one. Um, next up, Miami Hurricanes, reborn and renewed team. They are now uh, the 31st ranked offense in the country with Tyler Van Dyke at the helm. Man, this kid's good. This kid's really good. Um, they have been a completely different team, knocking off Pittsburgh. Um, I think they've won four or five straight. Uh, they look like a totally different team, uh, offensively especially. I don't think Florida State is good at all. Uh, duh, not breaking any news there. But with a 16.5 over-under and Miami being a 2.5-point favorite on the road, I love Miami side of the game here. Um, and I'll go into that a little bit too. Iowa State at Texas Tech. I'm big time on Iowa State this week. Uh, Texas Tech's just not good defensively. Uh, I know it's really weird. Their defense, they're 14th in the country, but they just give up yards, man. They just get pounded. And I think Ohio State's going to take advantage. Iowa State's going to take advantage of that this week. Um, something tells me that I think Texas Tech is kind of phonies in this space. So I'm going to be going heavier on Iowa State this week. Texas Tech is a 10.5-point dog at home with a 58 over-under. Yeah, man, I like Iowa State big. Uh, I have Minnesota at Iowa with no written under it. So that's my analysis. I'm not going to play any of that game. Over-under in there, there is 37. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, Purdue at Ohio State. Look, Purdue is better than people think. They have a really good defense, uh, but they can be exploited heavily on the ground. I think this is Travion Henderson week, and uh, I think Ohio State's offense is pretty damn good. Um, I don't know if they win by three touchdowns, but I like Ohio State definitely DFS-wise this week. Um, Maryland at Michigan State. Look, Mel Tucker just got paid at Michigan State. 13.5 point favorite at home. I think they roll here. Maryland's not a good football team. Their, their offense is bad. Their defense is worse. Michigan State's feeling it. They're trying to make a big-time bowl. Um yeah, Michigan State is – I'm all in on that side of the ball. So being that uh, I like to try to keep these quick, I'm going to go through some of my favorite plays on offense for quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers. I'm going to kind of just rock and roll through my article here and talk about some of the, my favorite plays. So um, doing the format a little bit different this week. Quarterbacks, uh, Tanner Madaki at up top for SMU. Look, they're one of the top high-flying offenses on the slate. Uh, SMU, look, they're, they're just, they just put up points. They just score a lot. So going against a terrible UCF defense and Murdochie's averaging 30 plus DK points a game. Um, and I think he could reach for the moon here and hit a ceiling game. So at 8,700, if I'm going to pay up that quarterback, he's my favorite play this week. I did have some interest in CJ Stroud. I'll probably have a stack or so in there with him in case he goes bananas, but like I said, Purdue's got a better defense, especially against the pass that people expect or uh, people think. So um, Tanner is my guy if I'm going there. Next up, I mentioned him earlier, Tyler Van Dyke, freshman from Miami. Um, they've been a completely different team since he's taken over, plain and simple. The kid's been fantastic. Uh, the last three games, he's gone about 30 points on Dra draft kings each game, three-plus touchdowns each game. Each game. Florida State is the worst of those teams that he's already played and stomped out. So I don't see any reason why he should struggle here on Saturday. I think we see another really good game out of Tyler Van Dyke in Miami's offense. Peyton Thorne, I'm going to keep riding the Thorne train. Um, he's my ride or die this year. Michigan State's been a really good offensively. 
Um, he's shown he does have huge upside. He has gone for 25, 30 plus points a few times this year. And I love the matchup. Uh, he's a big play guy. He's got big upside and he's a very reasonable price tag at 7K. Um, below that, if I'm going to go there, a dice roll, two dice rolls that I'm going to throw out there. So I normally don't love paying too far down at quarterback, but I'm going to play a little bit different this week. I am going to be paying up at running back. There's a few really good running backs that are high priced that I think are just an absolute smash spots for me to get there. I have to pay down a quarterback. So, so my two dart throws and I'm going to be taking some shots on this week are Brock Purdy at 6,800. Um, look, he's not someone who's traditionally going to break the slate, but he does get a good matchup. I think that Iowa state should roll Texas tech on Saturday. Um, you do have some concern at, for Brees hall uh, who could score seven touchdowns, you know, if they just give him the opportunities uh, but I think Purdy could throw three, four touchdowns on Saturday. Definitely hit value for us at 6,800. Um, we've seen him in when he's in very good matchups and plus matchups and their team's rolling. He can get there. So I do like Brock Purdy a little bit. And then the other guy that I have listed here, who's just, in my opinion, way too cheap is Bo Nix at 6,100. Um, look, I've talked about it before all season long. This kid's a roller coaster. He's going to be up and down. Don't go crazy. I'm telling you, it's a dart throw. Don't go crazy if he's, you know, halfway through the second quarter and he's got two points. Uh, it could happen. But I like Auburn this week at home. Um, I think they're in a pretty good spot. Let's see. They uh, they get Mississippi State. You know, uh, yeah, I, I think he's in a pretty good spot. He has shown he can get 30-point upside, and I think he, has, he could get there this week. So, Bo Nix is kind of dart throw of dart throws uh, that I'm going to have some shares of, no doubt. Reasoning is going into running backs, some of the guys that I like up top for sure. Uh, I mean, I'm going to try to cram as many of these guys in there as possible is obviously Brees Hall, 9,500. Um, he's one of the best backs in the country. He scores a touchdown every week, no doubt about it. But at this price tag, we need to see ceiling value if we're going to take down a tournament. And I think he's got a shot at that. Uh if he can get 25 carries or so, he usually hovers between like 18 and 20. If he can get into that 20, 25 and get some passing uh, points for us here, this is a guy who's super electric and can pop three, four touchdowns in there. So Brees Hall is one of my favorite plays, but I think my favorite running back play of the week is Travion Henderson. Um, Purdue's given up 144 yards on the ground. Um, again, they have a good defense, but it's against the pass. Uh, I think this matchup's super juicy. I think Ohio State has firepower that other teams don't as well, which means they're going to have to loosen up even more to play against those three receivers and C.J. Stroud, which means those running lanes should be massive on Saturday. So um, I may be totally wrong. I don't think I am. Um, this is where I'm going. Travion Henderson is going to be one of my lock plays of the week. Uh, he's already averaging 25 DraftKings points a game. Um, I think we could get 25, 35, 45. 40 points here, no doubt. So uh, next up, another guy I really like up top, uh, Braylon Allen with Wisconsin. So Ches Malusi is out for the year. Um, Allen, he's in a great spot. Northwestern's bottom 10 rushing defense in the country. Uh, we know Wisconsin, what they want to do, right? They will have no problem at all. If they don't have to pass, you know, more than five times, they won't. They'll just run the ball every single play if they can, um, which is great news for Allen. Um, at 8,200, you know, I think he's a very fair play this week. Uh, next up, Hassan Haskins. Look, I love this play. If Corum misses, um, 
If Corum's in, he's cheap, and I don't mind playing both of those guys. Uh, Penn State's got a good defense, but again, we know what Michigan wants to do as well, right? They want to run the ball. If Corum misses, I, I like Haskins a lot. Um, I think that Michigan's not going to be afraid to stick with what they do and give him the rock. And he's shown, I think he went for 28 points last week. They're not going to go away from it. Even if Penn State has good defense, they're not going to just become a spread team and, and start throwing the ball around the field. So um, Hassan Haskins, keep an eye on if Blake Corum's going to miss. If so, great play. Letty Brown at 6,100 is the West Virginia guy that I like. Uh, he's priced way down. So he got shut down last week versus Oklahoma State, who has one of the best defenses in the country. I don't understand why he's priced down so much. Um, we've seen Letty Brown this year be in the 7, 8K range, uh, you know, a few times. Um, and he's explosive as hell. If they can get him the ball and not go away from him, be, you know, tri- you know, a typical weird West Virginia offense, Letty Brown has as much upside as anybody here. Um so at 6,100, he's got to be in your player pool. He's going to be in mine, no doubt about it, uh, this week. And then next up, we have Trey Siggers, 5,600. Um, hopefully, he keeps the lead back role here um, versus a very bad UCF defense. Um, they're giving up 155 yards per game on the ground. Like I told you, I love SMU all the way around the table. Um, and I love the passing attack, but I'll have a bunch of Siggers as well. At 5,600, um, again, we don't need a whole lot for him to pay off here. Um I think he could easily go 15, 20 points. It's just a matter of if SMU's, you know, successful through the air, they may just ride that, but he could pop a few in for sure. He catches the ball in the backfield. So yeah, that's kind of my core running back plays there. Going to receiver. I'm not going to go into depth on each guy because, you know, receiver, there's 10,000 of them, but keeping it simple, Charleston Rambo at 8K. uh, Look, he's priced way up, but rightfully so. He has been awesome with Tyler Van Dyke. He's clearly receiver one in Miami, and they don't really have a receiver two. They have a hodgepodge of guys who will mix in. Um, and, you know, he's the guy. So anytime you can get that kind of target share and get the main weapon in an offense that you think is going to pop off, you got to be considering him. Um, dropping down a little bit, Tyquan Thornton. I told you all that I'm picking Baylor to win this game outright on Saturday. Um, and I think he's a big reason why. We've seen Oklahoma get gashed a few times by number one receivers this season. Um, and I think this could be very similar. Um, if this game shoots out, I think you can get a top five receiver for under 7K uh, on the slate. So Taekwon Thornton, he's the number one guy in Baylor, um, and I think it's a really strong play this week. Uh, next up, I have Chris Olave. Look, Ohio State, all three of those guys are viable. All three of those guys I'll probably try to fit in, mix in across the board. He's just the cheapest, and I don't – know why he's down so much i know he's been kind of lost on the shuffle at times this season but he's just as good as garrett wilson or uh jackson smith so for me at 6600 i'm just going to roll with the cheapest guy because it could be his week where he goes uh absolutely ham here next up jalen reed 6100 with Naylor out for michigan state i love him even more um, he gets a plus matchup versus a very poor Maryland defense. Um, and if you're going to be stacking Thorny, like I will, he's a no-brainer for you um, at the receiver position. For SMU, Rasheed Rice and Reggie Robertson are the good, two guys that I'm going to be playing more so uh, this week. Again, price-wise, right? Rice is 5,700. Robertson is 48. I think you can plug both those guys in in your SMU stacks and you still have the money to pay up at uh, running back a little bit because they're cheaper. You're not going up for the main guy. So um, 
because I plan to pay up a running back, I'm going to be looking for some more value this week at these positions. Um, I told you guys one of my crazy, I don't know, maybe not a bold pick, but uh, a team that Tennessee that I think could hang a little bit. So if that's the case, Velas Jones Jr. at 4,600, I think a really good play. Uh, he is a big play guy. I think Rocky Top, again, is going to be wild on Saturday. Um, I think the price tag is too cheap for him. Um, multiple times this guy's shown he can go for 20-plus points, um, be a big part of this offense. If they are going to hang, he has to be a big part of their offense, right? He has to be making some plays. We've got a few other guys, but Avilas Jones is my favorite. Um, next up, Pey- Peyton Hendershot. I don't really have too much to say. I think he's just a really good football player. I play him every week. He's always in this like 4,500, 4,600 range. Uh, he's going to catch a few balls for you, probably get you 12 to 15 points. Hopefully he can pop one in the end zone and go uh, semi-nuclear for a guy at this price range. But um, at 4,600, again, he's a very, I think, safe pay down um, for me. Uh, a few of the other value guys that I'm going to take some shots on, Trey Mosley, 4,600 uh, for Michigan State. Um, he had a pretty good game last week versus Purdue. Uh, I think he had three catches, 44 yards, a touchdown or two. Um, and now he gets a much easier matchup versus uh, Maryland, I believe. So 4,600, Trey Mosley's a guy. He'll be in my uh, kind of pay down player pool. Um, and then the two guys, if you're going to go way, way down, where I'll be is Mike Woods. He's probably going to be pretty chalky. He announced himself that he's back. Uh, thank God, because we never really get college football news early in the week. Um, receiver for Oklahoma. He said he's back active, back in the mix. He was heavily involved as one of the main receivers in this offense when he was rolling at 4,100. Obviously he's going to be one of the best values on the slate if he is indeed ready to rock and roll. Um, And then the lowest guy that I probably have in multiple lineups or will is Will Mallory at 3,400. He's tied in for Miami. He's arguably wide receiver two uh, for the Miami offense. Uh, They, again, nobody's really stepped up. It changes game to game. So again, he does have potential to go two points on Saturday, but he's also shown multiple times he can go 12, 15 points plus um, in an, uh, a game that I think Miami can steamroll Florida State here. I'll have a piece of Will Mallory for 3,400. So that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, that's my core plays this week. That's some of my thoughts on the slate, some of my thoughts on the games. Again, go to the website, dfsredzone.com. The link is in the bio and the summary down below. Please give us a five-star rating. Drop some comments for us. If you're watching on YouTube, definitely give us a thumbs up and subscribe. It helps us a ton um, and and allows us to kind of dedicate more time uh, to this and bring more content to you guys. So um, all that stuff is super helpful. And then, as always, if you do have Twitter, follow me at VinnyLevine29. Um, Leading up to the games, I'm always dropping, you know, random guys that I'm hopping, uh, hopping into my player pool, jumping on, jumping off. I don't always get a chance to uh, update the article. So if you follow social media at all, follow me on there. And I uh, hopefully can help you if, uh, you know, we get a late scratch or something. But until then, good luck. Talk to you later.